Yo, thanks for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Um, I wasn't really sure how I was going to do this. Um, in fact, I wasn't sure until about 15 minutes ago that I was actually going to do this. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you know uh, the news came down as of this recording earlier today uh, that Prince... Uh, passed away at the age of 57. Um, honestly, I wasn't sure that I was going to do this podcast because I didn't know what to say. Um, I was really speechless, to be honest, once I got the news. Um, I got the news pretty much like everybody else. Uh, it's funny because the first thing that I got was a link to CNN saying that Police were investigating a possible death on Prince's estate. And I clicked the link and that's pretty much what it said. And what's weird is that like when it said they were investigating a death on his estate, like upon reading it, I never thought for a second that it might be Prince. Um, which is weird because like I'm thinking, OK, well, maybe a gardener or somebody, you know, that worked at, you know, his uh house passed away i never think it it just i mean like it's it's weird when you think about it um nonetheless he has uh transitioned uh to the afterworld that he mentioned on let's go crazy um and i really haven't spent a lot of time on social media and um because i think like sometimes it's hard to really quantify what people uh, particularly when you're talking about celebrities or entertainers, what they mean to you, because, you know, how could you summarize uh, someone's feelings or emotions or what they did for you or what feelings they brought out of you in 140 characters or in a Facebook post or in an Instagram post? And uh, it's been great seeing the tributes and everything. Uh, I'm usually one to kind of stay away from that stuff because I don't know how I can necessarily quantify my feelings and my emotions into uh, a bunch of tweets. Um, nonetheless, uh, this is just me talking. Uh, I think it's interesting enough when you when you hear about a celebrity. And, and I'll be honest with you guys, like I'm not I'm really not one to get caught up into uh, when someone passes away, getting all emotional and stuff like that, uh, unless it's obviously a close relative. Um, but, you know, I think and I, I learned just a, a couple of weeks ago when Five Dog from A Tribe Called Quest passed away, like it really bothered me. Like I was really, really bothered by it because I'm such a fan and, you know, A Tribe Called Quest music influenced my life. Um, the same can be said for Prince. Like I... I can't tell you how far I go back with Prince, probably back to the Prince album, 1979. Uh, that's when it came out. Um, and what's interesting is that I remember singing these Prince songs and obviously the subject matter uh, was way above the head of a, you know, 10 year old. <laughs> but, um, you know, we sang it and we watched stuff and we watched, you know, the videos when they eventually came on. Um, 
But Prince was a he was a huge influence. And I think this podcast is more or less for people who want to take a listen to someone reflect on uh, Prince. And and I never I never really quantified Prince as a pop star or rock star or whatever. I mean, Prince, when he changed his name, you know, or he he wanted people to call him the artist or the artist formerly known as Prince. That's exactly what Prince is. He's an artist. I think at the end of the day, that's one thing that we will always remember about him. He was incredibly talented, uh, to say the least. Uh, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about like so many memories, but I, I go back to, you know, just some of my earlier memories of Prince. Uh, again, he put out music when I was listening in 1979 or 1980. Uh, I wasn't old enough to necessarily comprehend what it was that he was singing about. But, you know, the songs were played on the radio. We had the albums. Um, you know, there was no there was no uh, iTunes back in 1980. Uh, and I was only, what, eight years old at the time. So imagine me walking around the house uh, singing songs from Dirty Mind, which my parents had the album. So uh, eight year old kid walking around singing, you know, <laughs> Uptown, <laughs> you know, um, I don't know, but it, it was just, you know, it, that was just like, it, it was great because that era, you know, was so inclusive and it, it, it lent itself to just being yourself. And one of the things that I always loved about Prince is that he was himself. He, he, he was who he was. And he was very unapologetic for that. Uh, and I remember, like, if you came up when we came up uh, in the 80s, um, the easiest way to start a fight <laughs> would be to say, who's better, Michael Michael Jackson or Prince? Uh, I mean, that clearly is going to start a fight because you had your Michael Jackson fans, you had your Prince fans. And then you had fans of people like me who are fans of both. But, you know, you had to pick a side like it was either Prince or Michael Jackson. And, uh, you know, honestly, as much as I love Michael Jackson, it's Prince all day. Um, I, I say, you know, we would always argue about which was better, a uh, better album, Purple Rain or uh, Thriller. Uh, to, to me, Purple Rain was a better album. Um, and I, th- I think thriller excuse me thriller was incredible but you know i'm not here to necessarily start that debate because i don't want to debate with anybody about that right now um nonetheless man it is it's sad it's um it's tough because you know i was telling one of my friends earlier like prince is one of those artists that we grew up on that you really just expected them to live forever I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like again, such a musical influence on me. I, you expected them to be around forever. And, and of course, nobody lives forever. Um, and so to have him pass away is just like a shock. And, and 57 is very, very young. Uh, and, and I was telling one of my boys earlier, I said, you know, it's, it, it feels like we're losing. Like, we feel it really feels like we lost a small piece of of our childhood. Uh, If you came up in the 80s, you know, Prince was the man. I mean, not only did he have great music, but he had some of the baddest women in the world. (laughs) And of course, we admired that. 
Um, rest in peace to Vanity, who passed away earlier this year. You know, so it's um, it's really tough when you think about it. You know, I, I couldn't really confine my feelings on Prince into a, like I said, 140 characters or just a Facebook post. I really was speechless. I didn't know what to say. I mean, because, again, this is someone who has influenced me uh, musically uh, in many, many ways. I remember back in the day, man, I had I had the Purple Rain album. I had the, the real album. And then I had the 12 inch and then I had, um, you know, singles. And I remember like one of the I think it was a B side. It had to be a B side. 17 days. That was like my joint. I had that on. the. I had, I want to say I had that one like 12 inch single. Um, I used to play it on my record player all the time. Uh, I still got the album cover somewhere at my mom's house. I, I don't even know if I still have the album. Of course, if I had the album, I don't know what I could do with it because I don't have anything to play it on. Um, but again, man, he, he was just such a huge influence, not just on me, but I'm sure on you if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, I think we, we can't really put prince in a box per se i heard someone you know refer to him as a a a pop icon he was more than that and it, and it's real bugged out for me to even be speaking about prince in the 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 previous in the past tense um and when i'm look when you look at his albums uh i mean obviously everybody remembers purple rain but i mean like he had some classics he had classic songs he had whatever kind of music and it, Whatever kind of music you wanted, you know, Prince could give it to you. I, I, I'm like I said, I was such a fan. And I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I've had every single album. Not, but I do know fans like that. Um, but I think the last album that I, the last album I can remember buying, um, I have them all digitally now. But I think the last album that I actually physically bought was uh, Planet Earth, and that was in 2007, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I have them all digitally, but, uh, you know, at last actual physical album that I bought. Um, and so it's, it's going to be good to go back and listen to them. Uh, but to be honest, you know, if you're a Prince fan, you probably like me, you probably listen to them on a regular basis. You may listen to a song or two here or there. Uh, but again, just a huge loss, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily one for, uh, speeches, but he touched a lot of people uh, myself included and i remember uh i mean prince was the prince was the dude to introduce me to the air guitar i mean like i used to sit in my room <laughs> and, and i'd be playing a little fake air guitar pretending i was prince back in 82 so you know it was just like you know that was that was what you did man you wanted to be like that guy i mean uh, you know i wasn't gonna be walking around with no boots on with high heels or you know with my, with my ass out or anything like that but you know he was um he, he was an influence a huge influence and and like i said if you came up in the 80s and you don't necessarily have to come up in the 80s but for people particularly from my era coming up in the 80s man prince was everything to be honest i i can't lie in the 80s 90s he was everything and he just he never compromised as far as you know what he wanted to do artistically uh he was very active socially um you know i remember he did the the, the baltimore song for uh, freddie gray who was uh, murdered by the baltimore police um you know so he was 
he'd be around. I mean, I, we saw him a couple of weeks ago at a, at a, at a Golden State Warriors game. And, um, you know, he had been battling the flu. And I'm not even going to get into, you know, the cause of his death. All we know is that he's been battling the flu. And it's, it's unfortunate because uh, just a week ago, uh, he was right here in Atlanta for his last performance. He performed twice um, here in ATL. And um, I told myself uh, that I was going to go to the concert. And what happened was the concert was on Thursday, and I'd already planned to go to the Rakim concert on Friday. So I went to the Rakim concert, and I told myself, you know what, I'll catch Prince the next time. I'm not, because I've never seen him perform live. Um, and I told myself I, I'd catch Prince the next time, and obviously the next time won't be. Uh, you know, when you when you have uh, situations like this, you start thinking about you know your friends and family and people who grew up in the music music and the culture that you did uh, and, and are fans. Um, one of the first people that I thought about was my, my homegirl. You girl, you you know her, uh, Shelly Shell, uh, who co-hosted who co-hosted a lot on my on the Twelve Radio Show. Um, Shell and I are really close and and. Shell is a huge Prince fan. She has seen Prince, I think, at least like 10 times. <laughs> so, you know, I thought about her. So I sent her a text and I didn't get a response. And I was like, I was going to call her. I was like, nah, let me just let me just chill for a second. And then she finally texted me back a little later. Um, but, you know, just really... You know, going through the the gamut of emotions, I'm pretty sure that's how she was, and, and a lot of fans as well, because nobody saw this coming. I mean, you know, everybody knew about the situation that he had, you know, where he got ill on the airplane ride back to Minneapolis, um, and um, you know, people were concerned. I mean, anytime someone has the flu, you know, it's 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 a cause for concern. Uh, I'm not sure how. You know how he took care of himself and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure he took care of himself, but uh, I mean, you know what? I never really worry too much about or get into stuff when people pass away as to how they died. You know, because what does it matter? It doesn't matter how you died. It's really how by how you lived. And Prince lived life to the fullest. Um, he lived life to the fullest, and he seemed to enjoy. And I think one of the biggest things that I learned from Prince was that the artistic side of him, like he really enjoyed creating his craft. He really enjoyed being an artist. He really enjoyed making music. Now, there are a lot of people that make music just for money or they make music for any number of reasons. I mean, he's got, you know, millions of dollars. So he did. He wasn't necessarily making making music, you know, for his fans or anything. I think he genuinely enjoys making music. Um, and... I'm sure that at some point in time, we probably will hear some of the music that he never made or was never released. And his unreleased music, he could you could probably make decades worth of albums um, for him because I'm pretty sure he's a guy who, you know, records and, you know, probably says, OK, well, this is not good enough. And then, you know, maybe some of that stuff makes albums past or present. Um but it's it's a it's it's a tough loss. This one's tough, and it's kind of still hard for me. It's only been a few hours, but it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around, to be honest. Because uh, you just, as I mentioned earlier, you just you just don't really see people like that leaving, um, and so it's bittersweet. 
Uh, again, it's bittersweet for me because I didn't get a chance to see him perform live. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, he, he'll leave a, a tremendous legacy. I, I, I told people, I told some of my closest friends, like, after Michael Jackson died, I made a comment to one of my best friends. He never let me forget it. He, I said, uh, I don't think people will really, really understand Prince until he's long gone. Because there's still a huge segment of the population that, because he's very, very private. Uh, you know, you don't know much about his private life. Uh, I know he was married twice. I don't think he's had any kids. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure he didn't have any kids. Um, but that's about it. You know, I know he had some fine women, <laughs> but outside of that, you don't know. And and maybe it's it's like he's married. He was always married to music. So I, I, I was to be honest, the two times that Prince got married, I was surprised that he got married because a guy like that, you know, a person like that is that they're more or less married to music more than anything else. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a tough loss, man. It, it is a tough loss. Uh, I felt like. I needed to do this just to get it off my chest, to, to really just kind of talk to Prince, if you will, um, and talk to fans and people who appreciate him and his music. Uh, this was tough, and this is going to be kind of hard. It's hard to wrap my head around it. It's still fresh. Uh, you know, time will, I don't, I, you know, people say time heals all wounds. I don't know that necessarily that you want this wound to heal to some degree because you, you always want to feel that, you know, that feeling that you felt the first time you heard when doves cry. You always want to feel that feeling that you felt when you heard Sign of the Times or, you know, Girls and Boys or Housequake. I mean, like, just to name a few. Like, I, I started thinking, like, what's my top five favorite Prince song? It's hard. <laughs> His discography is such that I probably, I to be honest... I couldn't name you my top five Prince songs. I, I probably couldn't name you my top five Prince albums that I like, my favorite albums. But top five songs, nah. I mean, I, I need more time. It's, it's, it's too soon. Very, very too soon. Um, nonetheless, uh, let's take a quick commercial break. And after we get back from the break, I'll share you, with you a Prince story of me possibly meeting him in Minneapolis uh, but actually I'll just share the rest when we get back from the break. So hold tight. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back in just a second. Sit tight. How would you describe your music? Mm, um, what idiom would you put it in? The only thing I could think of, because I really don't like categories, but the only thing I could think of is inspirational. And I think music that is from the heart falls right into that category. People who really feel uh, what it is that they're doing. And uh, uh, ultimately, all music is uh, or can be inspirational. And it's, that's why it's so important to let your gift be guided by something more clear. Now, where does your inspiration come from? I like to believe that my inspiration comes from God. And that Did you always believe that? Uh, no, as you as you grow older, you you um, you learn and you uh, you start to um, you, you get smarter. Yeah. 
And just like that, we're back. Um, about six years ago, I was uh, working for this company. Uh, the company was based out of Minneapolis. So I was actually working in Minneapolis and I've still lived here in Atlanta, but I would fly home on the weekend. So they paid for you know my hotel, car, and flights home back and forth and such. Uh, and I did that for a year, right? So uh, my hotel is downtown Minneapolis. It was literally two blocks away from First Avenue, the club where they shot Purple Rain. Um, so, you know, the fan in me said, okay, you know what, I'm going to go to the club. So one night I went to the club, and I mean, it was open and everything like that. I walked around and got an eye full of the memorabilia and stuff like that. And it was just a good feeling, good vibe. So fast forward a couple of days later, um, my favorite baseball team, the New York Yankees, uh, come to town to play the Minnesota Twins at Target Field. I think Target Field had only been open for maybe a year, so it was cool to go to the new stadium or whatever. Uh, so I get to the stadium, I'm checking out, checking out my Yankees. My Yankees are playing. I'm happy. I'm, I got my Yankees hat on. I'm chilling. Nice seats and everything. Seat, tickets were relatively cheap. Uh, nice seats down the third baseline, and the box seats where we were sitting, um, me and a couple coworkers, uh, somebody had said, "Yo." Prince is at the game. What? This can't be. So I asked them again. I was, they was like, yeah, Prince is at this game. So I'm like, yo, if Prince is at the game, I got to meet him, yo. I got to meet him. So, and I've, I've only shared this story with a couple of people, but I'm going share to with, share it with you guys who are listening. When I found out that he was at that game, I acted just like a little groupie. <laughs> I mean, like my voice was high. I was like, "You gotta be kidding!" And 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 trust in me, trust and believe me. I'm not one to be starstruck. I'm not one to you know wig out around celebrities because I figured like, hey, you know, you're a celebrity. I don't care. You're an athlete. I don't care. You put your pants on one leg at a time, just like me. Um, but this was different. This was <laughs> this was Prince. So I figured, just like any place else, every stadium, every arena has. You know, the area where the, you know, the boxes or suites or, you know, lounge area inside where players, family, you know, celebrities, people like that can go, dignitaries or what have you. So I'm like, yo, I'm gone. And my coworkers like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going to meet Prince. They were like, you don't know where he is. I'm like, I'm going to find him. <laughs> when I tell you guys, I walked around until I found the area where that I where I knew was in Target Field where where I could go, and of course there's security there, so I'm like, Psh, I can get past security, right? So you know, so I think of some little scheme or whatever like that to get past security. So I'm walking up, and I'm act, I'm talking like I'm on the phone and security, and I, and you know because I've always been told you know if you want to go somewhere just act like you belong there and people you'll be surprised how many times people won't stop you so i'm walking like i'm supposed to be going into this little lounge area or whatever and um and the guy security guy says uh he said do you have he said excuse me sir where's your uh you have your id badge or uh visitor's pass um and i said oh i said i don't have it i said I'm, i was just on the phone with my cousin my cousin kevin He's inside. He told me to meet him down. He told me to come down here. So, you know, I'm just going in here to get with him. And he was like, well, sir, I can't let you in here without a badge and or a pass. 
And I said, well, I, I just got off the phone with my cousin. I said, can I call him back? And can I just meet him in there? And he was like, well, I, I can't let you go past this point. And so I, I pick up, I pull my phone out of my pocket. I'm acting like I'm dialing it again. Like I'm going through all these measures just to meet Prince. And uh, and so I'm acting like I'm dialing and, and I'm like, oh, he's not answering his phone. I was like, I said, can I just walk? I said, I'm sure he's right around the corner. He's right there. He's right there. Let me just let me walk around the corner. I said, I promise you I'll come right back. I said, because I'm just going to meet him to get some money from him and I'm leaving. And he said, well, sir, I'm sorry. I can't let you go. So I said, you know what? I got to think of another way to get into this lounge area. And so I go around the corner from where he is and I see a door and I was just about to push the door open. The door said like security personnel and then another security guard sees me coming. So then I kind of turn around and I walk back away and I'm like, yo, I'm really, really acting like a little groupie right now. <laughs> I mean, like if if you had seen me, but I, I wanted to meet Prince. I mean, and, you know, long story short, I couldn't get past security. Uh, you know, I kind of hung around for a little while and, you know, hoping I could kind of catch a glimpse of him. If I saw him that day, I would have just gone up to him, gave him some dap and been like, yo, man, I'm a big fan. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I'd have said something like that. I wouldn't have been like, yo, can I take a picture with you? Can I get your autograph? I wouldn't have done that. But I mean, it's Prince, you know, so I, you know, I lost, I lost my mind, but it's okay. Um, nonetheless, man, again, it, it's, it's, uh, when I think about that story and, uh, you know, I think about, uh, growing up, like I said, in my room, just sitting in my room, just listening to Prince albums. Um, it, it it's it's bittersweet it is it's bittersweet because again you know he's one of the people that influenced me musically and so you just when you hear that kind of music and you hear that, that kind of talent you just assume that they're going to be around forever um obviously none of us are, will be around forever but you know to be honest uh if we're honest with ourselves the one thing that i do know um is that when someone leaves this earth you know, particularly an artist such as Prince, uh, they never leave because they've left a legacy. Uh, and if you want to touch their legacy, all you have to do is press play. You press play and they come back to life. Uh, so, you know, for the man who sang the song, sometimes it snows in April. And I, I thought about that song the day when I heard his when I heard that he had passed because I'm like, man, you know, that was one of my favorite songs off that album. Sometimes it snows in April. And I was like, man, it'll forever snow in April because Prince died in April. You know, like it's just it's real surreal. So, again, you know, we we mourn the loss of an icon, but we can always bring him back when we press play. And I think at the end of the day, that's what I'm going to take with me. Uh, and I suggest that you do the same. If you ever um doubt the power of music listen to what he had to say on any of his albums and you, you'll feel them in your heart uh prince rogers nelson dead at the age of 57 definitely gone too soon um before we get out of here i'm just gonna play this last track man it's a classic um super bowl for performance uh super bowl i think this was 2007 um, he played in the rain, man. And uh, I remember it was raining 
and I heard uh, a guy on TV today who was one of the people, one of the producers of the, the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Uh, they said they talked to Prince right before it was time for him to go on. He said, the guy said, well, Prince, it's raining. He said, are you going to be okay? And Prince said, can you make it rain even harder? <laughs> I mean, and that is one of the most, by a lot of people's definitions, one of the best, the all-time best Super Bowl halftime performances ever. Um, so Prince Rogers Nelson would definitely be missed, uh, gone but not forgotten. Uh, thanks again for checking out the 12 Kyle podcast. I'll holler at you next time. 5,000. Oh,